Let's go ahead and put that one there. See, even your computer know both of y'all wrong because it didn't Shut want to up. pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having technical issues. It's so hard. <laughs> God damn it. I don't want to let you pick it. Yeah. I'm telling you because even the computer knows the DJ's right. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, are you actually in the... I don't even know. I probably like scroll up a little bit and start oh, the turn up. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Okay. Now starting it. Okay. And that's the one. All right. Cool. All right. Welcome to After Listen. The Music Discovery and Discussion Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Lee. And I'm Terry Yo. And today we're going to be having a... Playlist Battle! But first, today we have our first ever podcast guest. Please welcome DJ Kenny Boy. Hello, hello. How y'all doing today? Yeah, not too bad, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Ready to get this battle going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got anything you'd like to plug to our listeners today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if y'all looking for a new twist on your old favorites, check out some of the blends and mashup I made. You can find me at www.djkennyboy.com. You can go on Reverb Nation and look on the DJs and look up DJ Kenny Boy. You will find a plethora of different styles of music blended in together, such as rap, hip hop reggae old school even back to the 70s where i bring it back to modern style showing you how music's supposed to be digested just a new sound and a new feel of music awesome a plethora of sounds i love that word man thank you thank you yeah thanks for sharing um well with that being said let's get into the battle all right so today's playlist battle we decided to step it up a little bit get a little bit more niche and we decided to Bring the turntables to the symphony hall. And this time around, we're going to do a playlist battle of songs that feature orchestras in a hip-hop song. And we're going to battle it out. And let's see how the seeding turns out. We're going to do it live on the pod. I'm really concerned on how this may turn out. Yeah. uh, (laughs) We'll see if if the odds are forever in our favor. So let's shuffle and see what happens. All right, that's been shuffled based on input. Oh, okay. Okay. This is... All right. <laughs> so, for the hmm. first battle, uh, can y'all see that? Yes, yes, I can see yeah. it. Okay. So, for the first battle, we got first of the month, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Hate Me Now, Nas and Diddy. Of these picks... DJ Kenny Boy picked Bone Thugs and Harmony first of the month and also picked Hate Me Now by Nas and Diddy. <laughs> Man. So who's going to go against this one? And the winner of this one, of this round automatically gets to fight against uh, You Got It, J. Cole, and Wale. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> what are your thoughts, gentlemen? Mm, interesting. Let's find out how this goes. Oh man, well, this this is the second time we're doing a playlist battle on this podcast, and this is the second time it's given us a very 
very difficult very first pick. Yeah, right out the gate swinging. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go first, and and we'll decide. You know, between a three way, you know, tie or whatever, we'll figure it out. But I'm gonna go with Hate Me Now, only because of that classic, you know, symphony sample that that it used. I like Bone Thugs and Harmony first of the month, but to me, that's more of a uh, synthesized orchestra feel. But Hate Me Now really brings the like legit orchestra on that one. That's my stance on that one. I'm going with Hate Me Now. Um, are you going to play a sample of the songs? No. Due to legal copyright issues, we don't play it live on the pod. We listen to it beforehand and we respond on the pod. Roger that. Yeah. But we do have a playlist for listeners to check out. That's included in the episode notes. So I'm also leaning towards uh, Hate Me Now, but more so, again, as I've said in the past, I'm a lyrical guy. I like bo- Both of these songs are lyrically great, I feel like, but in, in different ways, different, very different tones. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. Me personally, I am slightly biased only because I'm a Nas fan, but I like when Nas is angry. When Nas is angry, Same. he kind of he goes hard. Yeah. You know, and, and he talks that he talks that shit. So I'm a big fan of that. That's where I stand at. You quiet, DJ Kinder Boy. What's going on? I was just no, I was just listening to what you guys were saying, but I'm going with Bone Thugs first in a month. Simply be, simply being that not only the instrumentations of how it's played, Bone Thugs, the Bone Thugs group itself, the way they harmonized from soprano to alto to tenor in their voices brought more to me more of an orchestra sound using their voices as an instrument in a melodic tone than a repetitive hate me now that come on now they actually play melodies and chords in the first of the month they did but but it was also mm, repetitive as well not as not as not as much as hate me now hate me now was only eight measures as eight measures first of the month was more I mean, it was more in length because it got more rappers on it, but it still boils no, down to just... No, I'm talking about the melody itself. The melody itself. I mean, the melody is, is repetitive because it's, it's not even really a full orchestra sound. It's just, again, it's a synthesized orchestra. version of it. Right, but, but we're going with an orchestra feel, so... Feel, I mean... I'm true, going true. with it, yeah. That's why I'm I, going with first of the month. Look, Hate Me Now is not a bad choice either. Mm-hmm. But oh. I really feel like if we're doing a, doing more of a sound... Being that the rappers also added elements to it, versus just rapping over it, I still I have to give it to Bone Thugs and Harmony because not only that, it's just still the test of time. Nobody can till to this day is played as a banger. That is true, and it's been sampled all hell. It is a banger. Yeah, yes. I was I was jamming out the this entire playlist uh, pretty much all day today, and that that song in particular is definitely. Well, there's several songs on this playlist that are bangers but yeah that one mm. okay all right so at this point i'm leaning hate me now dj candy boy is leaning in first of the month at this point i do want to remind the listeners that uh we did kind of gloss over the uh, our principles as far as our uh disclaimers so i will reiterate we respect everybody's opinion no matter how wrong and terrible it may be in this case dj candy boy <laughs> so uh brandon the ball is in your court you are the deciding factor no pressure, by the way. Okay, so that's that's a very fair point about the measures and the the different like harmonizations from as a group from Bone Thugs and Harmony. But 
I, I still think I'm leaning towards Hate Me Now. Like again, just Nas Nas's lyricism coming in on the on that flow, that beat in the back, and this, I don't know. Like like Terrio said, just angry Nas man does it for me. Yeah, Something about you know, it. but we're but we're not doing we're not doing lyricism in here. We're doing the orchestra feel. Yeah, and Hate Me Now literally has an orchestra sample, whereas uh, First of the Month is again a orchestra ish kind of feel but ultimately mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's not an orchestra it's it's a synthesized version of it so i mean i will give you the feel but I yeah mean, i get i get i get i get where y'all going with that and i can't really de- i'm not i can't deny that but yeah well all right so we're going with hate me now yeah yeah brandon lee has spoken so we we have to abide by the rules <laughs> 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 all right so all right uh Brandon Lee, you want to introduce the next round? <laughs> so, ironically, both of these... Um, it's kind of small. Yeah, both of these are, are were my suggestions. Or my, both of these were some of my picks. Um, okay, so the two picks are 1597 by Atmosphere and 2009 by Post Malone. No. Or no, no, no. Mac, Mac Miller. Mac you, have, you have Post Malone on there twice. Okay, yeah, so that was Mac Miller, my bad. Yeah, I thought so. That's, that seems, I don't think yeah. he made that song. Okay, so we know which one it is. We, all right, we, so, all right. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll jump on this one first. 1597 Atmosphere. I'm picking that one. For me, if we're going for the sound that gives you more of an ochre style, I think 1597 Atmosphere delivered on that one. Although I'm not... I just the Mac Miller song just didn't cut it. I thought it was I thought it was a good song, but it just didn't give me that orchestra song for me. So I'm going atmosphere. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely admit the Mac Miller song is um, I think the like slower pace and like I don't even know what all instruments. I think there's only like one or two instruments in there um, compared to again atmosphere. It's just kind of like you definitely get that full orchestra sample. Mm-hmm. Um, an atmosphere. I don't know if you guys ever listened to them in the past or not, but I feel like he has kind of a unique flow. So combining those two things um, makes a pretty unique sound. I felt like. Mm-hmm. Terry, what are you feeling? Um, I will have to agree. Honestly, um, I was conflicted with the Mac Miller song only because I love the intro. The intro to the song is very beautiful. But after it, that, it sets I, the tone. But yeah, it, it falls off after the intro for sure. It falls all the way off, and like I try, I wanted to love the song, and, I and was it's it's to, a long song, man. And he's it's super long for no reason. He's he's his flow in that song is so slow. On top of it being a slow like sound like beat instrumental song, just yeah, it makes it feel like it drags. It's slow and it's almost like kind of lazy in my opinion. The orchestra intro to the song sets the bar very high for the song, and then it just crashes and burns like shortly after that and I yeah just, i'm not gonna lie the intro was like 80 percent of the reason i picked that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. once the, yeah i have to agree with y'all the intro had me thinking that this might be something and then when it when I, the song actually started i turned it off I'm not gonna lie to you there we go that's DJ. fair dj yep, kinnaboy has spoken <laughs> speaking of speaking DJ Kenny Boy, you want to do the next match? Sure. Okay. We have uh, 
yellow, rich brine, and I can't see the other one. It's back. Yeah, it's cut off. Beckon. Versus who, what, when, and where? Pastor Troy. Now, uh, yellow by Rich Brian was actually Brandon Lee's pick. And who, what, when, where was uh, DJ Kenan Boy's pick. Sorry, Brandon so, Lee. You're going down like you did in the crow. Who, what, when, <laughs> where all day long, Pastor Troy. Well, let me just say, I've, I've heard of Pastor Troy, but I've never actually listened to him until now. Right. Um, I was talking to Terrio after we recorded the last episode about that a little bit. But I, after this, I'm definitely going to listen to more of him. Let me say that first and foremost. Um, I, you know, I think I might have to agree with you, Kenny Boy. Um, as much as I loved the intro and outro on Yellow, um, mm-hmm. the who, what, when, where had that like crunk is that the right yeah 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 that's it that that's had it. The, the crunk vibe that i've just man brought me back to like high school like jamming out to like little john and just like mm-hmm. all those groups like yeah no and then of course uh, the reason it's in the list the uh orchestra sample is pretty top-notch yep yeah yeah i will have to agree on that one so um i don't have much to add to it but yeah, <laughs> Lil John on the beat. I gotta represent a town, a town all day. So I do yeah. really, really like the the song "Yellow" by Rich I, really Brown. I think I, I it was a good song. Adore good the one. intro outro, and of course he goes hard in the middle. But yeah, it just doesn't quite stack up. I don't feel like I will say like of your picks, that one was my favorite. I actually like that one a lot more. I think that one was my favorite too. Yeah, I have to agree with you. On, I have to agree with you on that one because I've never. I've never heard that song until you got uh, you picked it and it was sent to me. And I was like, man, this is a bank. This is a bank. Yeah, if it wasn't against that Pastor Troy song, I would have picked that song. Yeah, just, because he was the first. It. Yeah, he was the first one to bring orchestra to Dirty South hip hop and make it crunk. You know, it really introduced everybody to a younger generation to like orchestra sound of music because it started. Unless you were in band, you really didn't listen or produce music. You really didn't listen to orchestra music, right? Mm-hmm. But bringing that in there, it caused younger producers to kind of look into it now. So you see some of the newer songs, you're going to hear more of that orchestra sound or samples from um, orchestras are used in scores like um, Swiss Beats, who does it a lot, who starts making scores a lot. And you see that orchestra sound used in movie scores a lot now. So one thing I didn't I didn't look at, when did this song come out? Who, what, when, where? What it was when we were high school, like ninth grade. That was, wasn't it? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, give me a second. Universal Soldier. It was yeah. off of Universal Soldier. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I want to say it was probably like 2002, 2002 mm. around that time. Around uh, I want to say because uh, let me see, Pastor Troy, 2002. Yep, called it. Before you, before you say the next one, I have a sinking suspicion the second song was picked out by Terrio. I can neither confirm nor deny those allegations. All right, moving on to the next round. Uh, we have Give Me Some More by Buster Rhymes and Hood Rat by Jacksonville, Florida's own 69 Boys. Um, I would say that both of these picks were actually picked by Brandon Lee. Now I'm lying. Both of them are. Oh, man. And, and I'm actually mad because these are my two top <sighs> contenders. These were the first yeah. two songs I picked. 
<laughs> Give me some more. My it's 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 close to my favorite. I think out of the soul playlist, I'll say yeah. just maybe not even like just in in general for listening, right? Um, but man, that the the. Or whatever from from Red Rat. Dude, that has been stuck in my head all (laughs) week, bro. Like, like just on that alone, I almost want to give it the vote, you know? Like, oh, I vote vote for. I'm sorry, I vote for Hood Rat. That's my joint. I'm sorry. I love that song. Oh, man. Get away from me, from me. (laughs) You a Hood Rat? Yo, mama. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so I, I represent Hood Rat because I mean they literally flipped the Aladdin sample street rat and turned it into a hip hop song. I mean, come on. Hmm. What are you thinking, I, Kenny Boy? <sighs> this it hurts me to my into my core to ever agree with Terrio, but Hood Rat gets it. Just like you has been stuck in my head, the the way they flipped that, yeah, and they man. took that and they flipped it and made it into something. Not only was it a banger, it gets you up and dance. You know that is a club banger, a party banger, a get you on a dance floor type of song. Hood rat has to give it. Although, give me some more from Busta Rhymes. No slack. It's not a slack. It's not slacking at all. But hood rat has to take the cake. Um. I am happy, honored, and also sad at the same time because, again, these are my two picks, and I'm mad that the seeding put my two favorite picks against one another. One another. That is not fair. It's some bull crap. But we're going to go with the uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. We're heading on to round two. But before we head to round two, let's take a brickety break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Next up, round two, we got You Got It, J. Cole and Wale versus Hate Me Now, Nas and Diddy. I'll let you gentlemen go. What are your thoughts? So I just want to say, well, first of all, which one of you picked You Got It? Okay. I picked You Got It by J. Cole and Wale. And again, Hate Me Now was a DJ Candy Boy pick. Well, guess what? You don't got it. Hate me now, Nas, and you know, Puff Daddy. Because you know Puff, Puff Daddy beat up the beat up the, 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 the video guy for putting him on the cross. Another victory on him. Okay. Now, funny thing about this about this song, I, I wanted to share a little a little tidbit about this song that a lot of people don't know. Uh, Diddy wasn't supposed to be on the song. Period. So Nas actually had another dude who was on the song. But the guy was basically acting like Puff Daddy. So they was just like, well, you sound like Puff Daddy. Why not just get Puff Daddy? So they kicked that dude off and just got Puff to do it. <laughs> so so, so that's so to me, that just goes to show like there's an era, a time where people respect people's craft to where like if you sound like somebody, they don't want the knockout. Just go and get the real person. Whereas right. now everybody sounds so much the same. Everybody's interchangeable. So even though we all know that Puffy, Diddy, Love, or whatever he wants to go about now these days, uh, he don't really have a style. He's just, you know, a producer, billionaire, and all that stuff that just kind of just raps for fun. But just the fact being that he had an iconic talk that shit kind of style that, you know, somebody else trying to emulate, does like, nah, just just get puffy. <laughs> so, gotta respect that. 
Yeah, but sure. um, but before you decide this one, uh, Brandon Lee, I will say yes, I got it because uh, as much of a fan of Nas as I am, when it goes to J Cole and Wale, the fact being that this song came out of 2010 and they stole Janelle Monae's song and flipped it and made it into this banger is freaking brilliant. Like it's 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 amazing. Counter argument, counter argument. Hate me now is played in the clubs today, all over across the world, even in heavy up, heavy up in the East Coast. Hate me now. Okay, counter counter argument. <laughs> J Cole, J Cole has not left his house in six months. So screw y'all, hate me now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one, guys. Just like I, I do agree with Terrio. Like I was talking to him. After the episode last week, where you know, saying I, th- I think at, one, at some point we're going to talk about J Cole on the on this podcast because his his sampling that he does is like pretty next level, especially with like how involved. I'm, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that he like gets in to that. Uh-huh. But again, you got hate me now, man. Just classic angry Nas on a on a good orchestra beat. Like oh, this is tough. I, I think though. I'm going to give it to you got it just because yeah. just because I like it more. <laughs> it's really neck and neck, but I like, I like you got it more. I almost picked you got it. And then like didn't at the last second. <laughs> all right. DJ Canterbar, you're up. All right. All right. Here we go. Dead wrong by the tutorials of Biggie Smalls in 1997 the- atmosphere. And dead wrong was the uh, the seated pick mm-hmm. in, in round two, which I'm not even mad about. I think of all the all the songs that got seated automatically in a round two, this one's probably the most worthy of it. Um, yeah. And you got Piggy and Eminem, Dead Wrong, the classic, don't 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 like, man, you're big, you're dead wrong. Like, 1597 is a really good song as far as, like, the theme of the playlist battle that we're doing, right? Uh-huh. But it's it's much more underground. Definitely doesn't have, like, most people probably have not heard of this song, right? Mm-hmm. Versus Never Dead Wrong was, like, again, Biggie and Eminem is, like, two of the biggest names in hip-hop still today, like, yeah, little fact, little fact. Most people don't know that Biggie only released one album with um, Bad Boy Records before his death, and still one of the highest selling hip hop artists. I did not know that. Yep, Life After Death came after he died, and that was his second album with Bad Boy. He never released but one album before he was killed. That is crazy, dude. And yep. like. You, you watch interviews of rappers, and I'm just going on a small tangent, but you watch interviews with rappers where they do the, like, name your top five all time or whatever. Biggie is always included in that still today. Right. Well, he's a rarity. This man went into the studio, and uh, Terry, you can test the, testify to this because you know about this as well. There's not a verse that this man didn't record that they kept. They kept every time every recording this man went and did because he would come off the dome or written, and it would be so done. It, it'd be so well laid that they would keep it. That's mm-hmm. like him, and that's why him and Tupac can continually release records 
forever because they lived in the studio pretty much. 100%. Like they lived in the studio and they, they also were great storytellers. So, yeah, so yes. when it comes to like when it comes to like laying a song or painting a picture with their words, these guys were Picasso, no doubt about it. That, and that's where J. Cole comes. He's the modern day biggie in storytelling because he can paint a picture, boy. Yeah, I I would agree with that actually. Same, it's a good comparison. Same. So, Dead Wrong was picked by DJ Candy Boy, and uh, fifteen ninety seven by Atmosphere was picked by Brandon Lee. Um, you gentlemen ready to vote? I think I'm gonna have to give it to Dead Wrong. Just I'm going to have to go dead wrong because you two are both dead wrong, but not going to hate me now. But carry on. <laughs> you know what? You so dead wrong, I'm going to kick your ass in the atmosphere by picking dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, yeah, Biggie got that one, no doubt. Eminem's verse was like, oh, man. The, like the, Just... fact be- the, the fact being that I was listening to this song, what, I was like – Middle school or high school, somewhere around that time, and I heard the unedited version, and oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that's all we're in. Here's a quick question for you guys before we go to the next round. Uh huh. If Biggie was still alive to this day, would you think that Eminem would have had the same impact he had in the industry if Biggie was still alive to this day? I think so because their sounds are different enough that as, as long as Eminem was able to like link up with with Dre to start out his career, I don't think much would have changed. I agree. I think if it, if uh, Biggie was still alive, I still think a song like Dead Wrong would still exist. Um, mainly because, again, if Eminem continued his trajectory, I would think that he will probably spend more time in his Slim Shady persona a little bit longer before he flipped it up and started going to his, you know, Marshall, Marshall Mathers and then, you know, woke Eminem kind of phase or whatever. But also the fact being that before Biggie passed, he pretty much, like, he was open to collaborating with everybody. You know, yeah. so, like, you know, the fact he did that Bone Thugs, you know, uh, song um, before he passed and everything, too. And the story behind that song is phenomenal. The fact being that Bone Thugs had their verses and stuff laid out. Biggie heard theirs was like, okay, give me a day. Let me let me come back and uh, <laughs> let me step my flow up. And he changed his whole flow to kind of get, to still maintain his Biggie sound, but also incorporate the Bone Thugs sound. And the fact being that Bone Thugs and Harmony, they didn't hear his verse until after the song came out, um, right. and, and, and after he passed. So, and they were just like, "Oh shit!" Like he, well, like that. <laughs> they were actually like wow. shocked. So that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, man, he deserves the goat. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely say that. No, Eminem would not have had the same impact. Really? That he did. Well, yes. Well, he is he still one of the most lyrical one of the most lyrical rappers that ever came. Yes, I think that still would have been true, but his impact wouldn't have been as much due to the fact being is when you're talking about at the time that Pac and Biggie both was alive, right? Um, We still had other artists that was coming up, causing them to step their game up. When those two died, it left a void in the game. Jay-Z stepped up, Nas came into the picture. But when you're adding Jay-Z, Nas, Pop, Biggie, um, Snoop, you got Outkast in Atlanta. The lyrical content, the way it was, it was so diverse. UGK from Texas, right? We had so many diverse groups uh-huh. in their different sound. Eminem, to me, Eminem was shock culture, right? Eminem's career started off his career with doing a lot of shocking rhymes, talking about putting his wife in it, you know, Kim in a trunk, throwing her in the water, you know, do this. It was a lot of shock. They used a lot of shock. 
And I, I don't think that would have stood up with some of the, the if the Giants were still in the game because you wouldn't have been able to get in there. You wouldn't get in there with shot culture. Okay, I partially agree or I partially disagree. The only reason why yeah. I'm saying that now is because Eminem still would have had the shot culture because sorry, Brandon, because Eminem is white. You know, yeah, like, like, no, I was thinking the same thing. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so that's going to add some to it as well. And then the fact being that no shade to Redman or anything like that, but Redman is still in the game, but nobody's really giving him the kind of flowers that he deserves because he basically like Eminem looks at the Redman, and Redman is also known for the shot culture as well. So I right. think I think his impact, if there would have been a impact it may not be obviously still to the be. magnitude that it is but the impact would still be there it may have been like i say you probably would have been a prolonged in the slim shady era you know you kind of you probably would have stuck in that 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 mindset a little bit longer to maintain some relevant um relevancy but at the end of the day i mean if Pac and biggie were still alive alive like i think all the hip-hop would be different not and just- i was about to say i was thinking that this whole whole little tangent like hip-hop would probably be so wildly different sounding i feel like if, if they had like yep. not past how they did and yeah. when they did. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, and I'm not taking anything away from Eminem. I believe he still would have made an impact and he still would be one a juggernaut in the game, but I don't think it would have went, it would have never took off the way it would have took off to that plateau so soon. I think eventually he would have got there because we, we can't take away the kick and right. When that, when that song stand came out, uh-huh. that was one of the best story, you know, stories I've ever heard told in a long time it's so yeah. relevant that like the song has become a verb like right. like, like like people call you know their you know uh upset fan base stands to this day because of that yeah song. and so, a, the last time i seen something that well written was uh dmx's damon in the trilogy of damon you yeah. know that sto- that story told in three segments and then he actually did it with Stan from a fan's point of view. Or says, I thought it was just, just pure genius at the end of the day, pure genius. Well, I'll say you have a basis of argument to like an argument could be made for that. Eminem not having as much impact, but I think he would still be pretty huge regardless, but yes, I, I definitely see where I see where you're coming from on that. Like yeah. what you're saying makes some sense for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of white goats, let's move on to the next seeding round. All right. Well, we got. I'll I'll announce these for uh, the first one of this this seeding. We got Internet by Post Malone. This one was seeded into the second round, and then it's going up against Who, What, When, Where by Pastor Troy, which is coming in hot after win in the first round. Well, I I will start mine first. Um, although I have I have to show love to Post Malone because he looks like a homeless man, and he and he, gets, <laughs> he does man straight up. He gets on the stage, but he gets on the stage and he performs and he gives a great show. His songs are good. His bars, his structure, um, he's able to sing. Yeah, and his and he actually has a background in music because I believe his dad's like an A and R or something like that, so he has a big background in music. But again, when if you when it comes to what we're talking about, Post Malone or who, what, when, and where, Pastor Troy gets it all day for me. All right, I would like to say that uh, Internet by Post Malone was Brandon Lee's pick, and who, what, when, and where was a pick by DJ Kennyboy. So yeah. My two knocks against 
Post Malone song. I loved it. I just hate that it's so short. It's such that a was short the song. one thing, man. It is really. It's like barely two minutes. It's barely two minutes. He only um, has like one verse and then one that's it. one verse of like. Hey, he couldn't yeah. last that long. Give him some. Give him some slack, man. Well, well, I mean, you was talking about him being on stage and performing, and bless that man's heart. I think the man fell off the stage like three times. <laughs> yes, so, he has. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, you know, be careful out there, <laughs> Balona. I don't know what's going on with your stage crew or what's going on. Somebody out to get you, but, um, but yeah, I'm about to go with Troy on this one um, for the obvious reason for the. But the sample, the sample goes hard. Sure, it goes longer. Yeah, and I, I want to agree with you guys, but I do just want to say the like the subject matter of internet, right? Where he's like, just not don't care about any of that anymore. Don't bother me with it or whatever. I relate to that on a personal level, <laughs> and it was as soon as I heard it because I kind of just stumbled across this like last week because I was trying to find like fill out for this playlist or whatever, um, and like immediately fell in love because, like I said, I connected to it so heavily. Oh but. yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And like when when you submitted this one, I was like, "Yep, I know exactly why." Yeah, one hundred percent. It's like I'm done with all this shit. Like I'm done with the internet. Just I'm unplugged. Like leave me alone. Yeah, but like you guys said, who, what, when, where is just it's too good. It's really hard, really hard to stack up against that one. I'm curious right. to see how far this is going to go. I, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's holding his own for right now. So far, holding his own. All right, all right. Next up, we have whew, Lost and Found by Will Smith, picked by me, Terrio, and Hood Rat, 69 Boys. Hmm. Also picked by you, right? Also picked by me, yes. So, uh, so how is it that that keeps happening? Both his his picks keep lining up with each other. This is I would like to call some certified bullshit. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, it's, it's it's all the it's all the algorithm. I don't know, uh, but uh, ultimately, look, uh, I I like these songs for two different reasons. One, I like obviously Hood Rat. It's fun. It's comical. They flip the Atlanta song. I like silly mm. nonsense songs like that. It's, it's nice to have that every now and then. Um, Lost and Found. Number one, the album Lost and Found that came out in 2005. I think it's, to me, Will Smith's best hip-hop album um, because he actually kind of addressed some stuff prior. This is, again, 2005, this album came out. And I think this is like his most recent hip-hop album uh, when he went back to rapping and stuff. And that song, which is the title song off the album, kind of solidifies how he felt. Like just the fact being that he's been in the game since literally day one, I believe, pretty much with you know the the growth of hip hop into pop culture, and he continues to get shitted on. So if you listen to that album and listen to this song, you again, I'm not sympathizing, and we don't get into artists' personal lives like that. But even listen to the music back then, you can kind of tell that there's something bubbling underneath, um, and he tried to express it through music and. I don't know. I, I, help. <laughs> so okay, I'll I'll start here by saying, in in general, I'm not the biggest Will Smith fan. I'm I'm definitely I'm one of those people who thinks not all. He definitely has some good songs, but I think a lot of his music is kind of corny sounding, just a bit. Don't don't shoot me for saying that. No. But like, like you were saying, this this is definitely I think one of his like one of the good songs in my opinion. From like when I, I definitely did not mind to re-listen to this over and over again. 
Lost and Found. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say for the record, I'm still going hood rap. I want to give you know Will Smith his you know flowers for hip hop. You know, being one of the pioneers. But all right, um, I would have to piggyback off of something, some things you were saying, Brandon. Will Smith is definitely someone who doesn't get his flowers. He gets shit on a lot due to he kept it clean. He rarely used any vocal language. He barely used any suggestive comments, but he kept his music clean. But if you look into his early work, like Parents Don't Understand, Summertime, uh, even that one he did for Halloween, uh, a Halloween song is still played to this day. Not to mention getting jiggy with it and all that. Yeah, it was more of commercial family fun, but there was a lot of there was a lot of lyrical content in it, even to a point where a new rapper actually did a song dedicated to the Fresh Prince, giving him his flowers. Jonah so, Lucas. Jonah Lucas, right? Yeah, and that's a good song. We, yeah, because yeah, what he did, I think what a, a lot of things too, is that he actually went from rapping into acting with Fresh Prince and took off with Fresh Prince the series, and then he went into movies and all that, so it kind of overshadowed his music music career. I got to give him his credit, but for the sake of this battle, I'm with Terrio. It's still hood rat. I just want to give him his flower. Yeah, you you much more elegantly put how I was feeling right then. Um, yeah. Definitely, you know, I want to give him his credit, but again, hood rat, that, that beat has literally, out of all these songs, that one's been stuck in there the most, I think, so. Yeah. We are in the semifinals. Round three. Got just three more rounds to go before we declare our winner of this playlist battle. Uh, let's go ahead and kick off the semifinals with You Got It by J. Cole and Wale versus Ed Wrong. Biggie Eminem. We were, me and DJ Kenny Boy were discussing it. Uh, this, this definitely is at least partially a kind of a generational thing. Hmm. He was discussing about how, like, for you guys, Dead Wrong didn't have Eminem. Like, you know, whenever y'all first heard it, you know, that's a that's... remaster, remix, re- remake, whatever. Okay, so yes and no. So <clears throat> so what had happened was Eminem was on the unedited version or, or the album version. But then uh, the video and the radio version didn't have Eminem on it. But if you bought the album, Eminem was on it because Eminem's verse is, like, super controversial even back then, which doesn't make any sense because Biggie's verses equally as terrible because he's literally like <laughs> right? chopping up and raping people and fucking them with a broom and all this other stuff. <laughs> so there's a lot going on, but just for whatever reason, it just never made it to the radio. So I remember specifically listening up and, um, excuse me, old man alert. I remember staying up late and watching BET Uncut uh, <laughs> for those people that remember that time where they would play the quote-unquote uncensored videos or whatever. And I just happened and I heard... Um, you know, dead wrong. I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then I hear Eminem and I see him in the video. I was like, what? Eminem is in this video? It's like, what the, what the hell? And I was like, and after that, I was like, I got to find this version. And that's when I went to my friends, Kazaa, Napster, LimeWire, and talked to them and see about trying to find those, that version of the song back then. So yeah, yeah. I, I can see where y'all was coming from with that. I'm conflicted. This is honestly... This is the hardest pick for me because I love uh, both of these songs. I think this is going to be the hardest pick for me as well. Yeah. Oh, man. 
for, for, for me, and this is what me and Brandon Lee, some of what me and Brandon Lee was talking about. I told Brandon Lee, I think this pick came down to when the era you were born in. Because Biggie and Eminem came in before J. Cole and Wale, which is an older song, then you got it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to come down to the era of where you were born and what you really like listening to. Because both of them, from a lyrical standpoint, right, both songs have pretty good lyrics in them. You got two, you got four lyricists in, in, in the song. So we're not lacking in lyrical content. We're not lacking in creativity. So now it boils down to which one just moves you more, in my opinion. And and a close, close one, I have to go dead wrong, Biggie and Eminem, because if you're talking the one that speaks to me, that one speaks to me. Uh, okay. Okay. A, a point for you got it, though. Terry was talking earlier about how, you know, he sampled it. What was this? This was the song we were talking about where, like, he sampled it, like, within the same year, pretty much. Literally, with, like, like months apart. Like, Janelle Monet's like, uh, Neo Valley Street song came out from her album Arch Android, and then J. Cole dropped this mixtape. And this is not to cut y'all, Brandon, but, like, this is where I struggle. And it's very close, but I, but, but I made my decision. So, and you're going to have to be the tiebreaker on this one, spoiler alert. But I'm going with You Got It over uh, Dead Wrong and Biggie. Granted, Dead Wrong and Biggie, I was in that era, and I appreciate that a lot. But it was something about the fact being as much, like, I really love that Janelle Monet song, Neon Valley Street. It's one of my favorite songs of hers off the Arch Android album. And the way he flipped it up and the way he sampled her vocals in the beginning of that song and made that song into... You got it. It's phenomenal. It almost lost because, as I said beforehand, I don't, I don't love Wale as a rapper. I, he's all right. He's all right. But to me, the thing about Wale that really upsets me is the fact being that whatever whoever song he's on, he tends to mirror that person. So on his verse comes on, he pretty much follows J Cole's cadence. Um, when we did the No Hands song, he followed Old Boy's flow with that too. I just want I want Wale to have his own style. I'm not saying that he's not a lyrical by no means, but it's just his style. He wasn't really distinctive enough for me. However, the Janelle Monet sample and the way they they flipped it that compensated for Wale's lack of, in my opinion, it's just a slight like a slight dip. Everybody else was like at a 100. Wale's coming at like 97. So I'm not disparaging him like that. But if I had to get down to the nitpicky part, I'm have to go with uh, you got it because I just I I can. I feel like I will listen to that song. I, actually, I have. I will say I listen to You Got It way more than Dead Wrong. Dead Wrong is a good song, but I got to be in the right headspace for all of that. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, today's a great day. Let me go walk in the park. Fucking follow in the rules. Sit and walk to my song. I'm like, no, okay. I'm not trying to <laughs> be in that right headspace with that. So I'm going with You Got It on that one. So once again, Brandon Lee. You have the power. So many good points you just dropped, man. Like, okay, so DJ Kenny Boy said it's whichever one you, whichever one makes you move more, you feel more, right? And I don't know if one makes me move more than the other does. They're both so good. So, man, okay, I think I think I'm gonna go with you. Got it? Just again because of the the sampling done. Um, because they're so neck and neck, I'm just gonna get. I think that's the only thing I can think of to really like give one a notch over the other. That's that's a fair that's a fair assessment. But they weren't the first ones to do it. Remember, Pac and Blackstreet did it first. 
No. They did the exact sample. Yes, they did. Well, okay. I ain't yeah. mad at you and don't leave don't uh what is it? Don't leave me. Yeah, I mean yeah. They, they they weren't the first, but yeah, I get I get you're just saying, like or, or they were one of the people who who were notable with that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, rapping their first rapping R and B. They did it they released that sample at the same time. Uh, I feel like, you know, if somebody were to dig in a crate, they might be able to find I'm something. sure maybe, maybe that you know what, that's a good question. We should look into that. Yeah. For a later podcast. That really does. Let's oh. find out. Let's find out who was the first one that did it. Uh, hold on real quick. <laughs> hey, Brandon Lee, you like how he just invited himself onto the podcast for another episode? Ain't nobody tell him to come back? Uh, I'm okay with it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. <laughs> Kitty boy, you want to go ahead and uh, do the uh, next semifinal? All right, all right. Okay, so this is fitting for a DJ. Since the last two songs are either a crunk, I mean, I'm sorry, a crunk and a party song, we have Who, What, When, and Where by Pastor Troy going against Hood Rat by the 69 Boys, representing we have Atlanta versus, what is it, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got the Atlanta crunk sound with the booty shaking music of Jackson, Jacksonville, Florida. Let the games begin. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna say it. Go for it. And this is gonna come as a complete shock to everybody. Not really. I said it's gonna be a shock. Work, work with me. Don't, don't embarrass me in front of my friends. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going with her rap. Uh, as much as I love Troy, um, I don't think this is one of his best songs. I love the sample, but there's definitely better Troy songs for sure. But when it comes to hood rap, it's just it's 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 infectious. Like it's just in your head. Like you hear it one time, you stuck with it for the rest of your week, if, at minimum. Um, I like Troy. I like, you know, how Lil John, you know, flipped the beat up and made it a thing. And it's a great song for Troy, but. All right. D- DJ Kenny, you're going to have to be the tiebreaker here because I'm going right. who went one where, I think. Um, what? Man, you're right. Hood Rat does. It's, it's the most catchy, gets stuck in your head. But who went one where, man? Like I said at the very beginning, this is like, gets me crunk feeling, bro. Like, okay. I don't know. I've been missing that in my life, I realized, <laughs> listening to this song over this past week. <laughs> Should be more crunkness going around. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, uh, All right, Kenny Boyd, you got the power. All right, so me and Brandon Lee, we're going together on this one. It's who, what, when, and where. What? On the basis of, On the basis of being that we were raised in Georgia, the – Crunk thing was something that we grew up all grew up grew up with. Uh-huh. Although I do love that song and it's so catchy. Again, I'm from the crunk era, so crunk speaks to me more than booty shaking music. You know, so I have to give it to Troy on that one. All right, all right, that's fair. I respect it. I respect it. Final that yes perfect (laughs) so for our very last playlist battle of the day to see who comes out with the championship belt the crown the king you got you got it bacheco and wale versus who what when where pastor troy who's he gonna be okay i will have to say that (laughs) 
Who'd have thunk that Norkakalaka at ATL would be in the finals? <laughs> Honestly, I did not see this match going this way. Nope. Not this even close. took a different turn. This took a different turn. Every That's freaking time. Every freaking time, man. Oh. It's never the ones you expect. Never the ones you expect. Um damn. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. It's hard comparing these two. Um due to the fact being that both of them it's two different styles. They are very two different. different two different flavors, two uh-huh. different feelings. Like one is like you know, you 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 want you, you can ride too. You can chill with the other one. You can also ride too, but you are gonna ride crunk. <laughs> you know, the other one you just kind of want to sit down, and chill. The other one you can go cut your grass, beat your dog up, you know, fight your neighbors or whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, Stupid. <laughs> I mean, ooh, this one's a this one's a tough one, but. Be honest with you guys, I'm only going to this one I'm only picking just because this one if you this one speaks to me more and, and it's barely I mean it's barely a notch, it's hard to say, but I'm going Pastor Troy because I'm just a Pastor Troy fanatic. But I, 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 I can't go wrong with that J. Cole either. I think I'm I'm gonna go opposite here. Terry, are you gonna have to be the tiebreaker for the final one? Oh, I'm nah, going with you got right. it. That ain't right. And you got it. Is a great song. <laughs> I keep seeing it, um, but no, it um, yeah, man, just like like DJ Kennedy was saying, it's definitely a song you can just. I feel like any time of day, whatever mood you're in, you can just throw on. You got it, and it's like you can just be vibing out to it. And again, J Cole samples are insane. Love that dude to death. One of my favorite artists that are like out currently. Okay. All right, so it all comes down to me. Yeah. Thanks a lot, y'all. Um, okay. A-Town and A-Town's official, unofficial king, Pastor Troy, versus North Carolina's J. Cole. As I said before, I'm a big fan of the You Got It sample um, and the song, the way they flipped it up. It just speaks to me a lot. However, I'm a Troy fan as well. Not, not as deep into it as a... DJ Kenny Boy, but I respect Troy and I enjoy his music. Um, sorry, DJ Kenny Boy, I'm about to go when you got it. And it was close. It was super close. It's just, it's just something about the strings and the melody and the how you flip that up. It just, no matter if I'm in a somber mood or in a bad mood or if I'm happy. And honestly, you got it kind of gets me crunk too a little bit, or at least. Gets me in the right direction to head towards crime. I'm not to the point out where I want to go out there and, you know, get super hype. You know, listening to you know Troy going who, what, when, where. But I'm about to go with you got it. And we have the winner. You got it, J Cole and Woo! There it is. Definitely not the one I would have picked at the start. To make it all the way, it was a solid contender, but all right. Um, yeah, just looking at how this went, this did not go nowhere near the direction I thought it was gonna go. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts, DJ Kenny? Um, 
honestly, I'm going to have to say it as well. I agree with you guys. It did not come out any way I thought it would go. Um, it, it did bring up a lot of interesting dynamics and interesting battles. Um, you know, J. Cole versus Pastor Troy. We got um, Dead Wrong in Atmosphere. Um, what was it? Um, the um, Give Me Some More and Hood Rat. It was interesting to see these songs match up against each other and how it boiled down to ultimately coming up with the J. Cole um, song winning the whole thing. And it, it could have went it could have went any way a couple times. And it was so close into, you know, one side or the other. It's just a, a lot of the times it seemed like it was more of a gut feeling versus anything else. I mean, but that's so, ultimately that's how music is regardless. So, I mean, it just is, yeah. I would have to say the seeding makes a difference. Yeah. Because, like, no, I'll just say it just – Again, we did this completely random, and if if anybody out there listening wants to recommend a some kind of seating process or a way to do uh, to choose which song goes where, but we'll, we just do like a random shuffle. And so far, I would say that we've been fucked by both of them. <laughs> yeah. Both times, yeah. Both times it's, we've been screwed. It's kind of pitted like like some of the best songs against each other, like round one. Which I mean, it, on the one hand, is like kind of cool because you start out with some heavy hitters like right out of the gate. But on the other hand, it's like you get to the end, you look back, and you're like, man, this one that I thought for sure would at least make it to the semifinals got knocked out first round, and like, yeah. Absolutely, but I, uh, like like DJ Kenny Boy was saying, um, definitely got some unique, different different styles and sounds of songs coming in. Um, I gotta give both you guys props. As soon as I like heard, I was like listening to the playlist and I heard all the other songs. I was like, man, I did not bring it like I thought I brought it this week because y'all <laughs> y'all brought some some bangers up in here. Let me just say, I don't think none of my songs made it to the semifinals. I don't think. Uh, nope. no. and I'm not even mad at it because the songs that they did are like so okay they're not even okay they're so good like I'm pretty sure I voted against my songs half the time <laughs> you know yeah oh, oh man. man yeah this is good yeah I, I enjoyed this one alrighty well that is the show everyone uh, don't forget to follow us on all the things at after listen pod and visit our website afterlistenpod.com for links to uh, the songs and previous episodes. Also, if you have any recommendations for the next uh, playlist battle, feel free to shoot us a, a message and we'll add it for consideration. You can make it as niche or as unpopular or as popular as you want it to be. We can have fun with it. So, And of course, we're open to all genres on here. We're just doing hip-hop because that's our foundation, but you know, we're open to all types of music. So, But anyhow, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.